crank up that diesel. Um, 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 let's go diesel. Um. So, so which fucker should we start out with? Should we talk about Sean Taylor? Should we talk about Dan Snyder? Should we talk about Chris Blewett? Should we talk about, <laughs> about Landon Collins? Now, let's start with Sean Taylor because y'all went to the game. We can start with Taylor. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like if you blinked, you missed the whole thing. Like, everybody's seen the pictures. They took the damn photo object from the porter potties. Dan Snyder pulled up in a FUBU hoodie for the event. Couldn't even bother to transfer and tie. You know, I mean, I mean, listen, man, I'm not doubting that they had something planned for this Sunday. You couldn't tell me that it was a Jersey retirement. Us three could have planned something better with about an hour's notice than what they pulled off on Sunday. It just kind of looked like they slapped it together. That's just keeping it 100 they slapped it together to get the focus off the owner and all that bullshit that was going on. They know there, there was no way in hell they had planned a jersey retirement, let alone we ain't been return we ain't been retiring no jersey. So so all of a sudden do that and not even let the fan base know. Give us a three-day notice for one of the most highly regarded players we've ever had within this fan base and this organization. I mean, clearly they slapped that shit together to kill to, to distract from all the noise that was going on. And it, and it showed. Pictures in front of porta potties. Halftime ceremony for Sean was like forty-five seconds to a minute. I mean, it was just—it yeah. it was just embarrassing all around. Yeah, uh, it was disgraceful. And among the disgraceful things they've done in this franchise, to do Sean Taylor like that, man, like this one especially hurt me a little bit. I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm broken up about it, but it's just like this is really, honestly, one of the most despicable things y'all have ever done. Like, I understand y'all trying to get out of the headlines. Y'all don't want to be associated with what's going on over in Vegas with other Gruden and on the West Coast with your old boy, Bruce Allen. But damn, yo, you don't think Sean Taylor and his family deserve better than this to just be a pawn in your little game to get, to get out of whatever bullshit's going on now with Dan Snyder? The shit I honestly hurt my heart a little bit. Came alive. And just, just knowing what he meant to the fan base, like, and how we don't even have half the stadium filled up now anyway. They, that, they missed a, a big-time opportunity. If you was really trying to do that, you were really trying to retire his jersey, have a ceremony, do something for him, you would have planned that out a couple months, couple whatever, ahead of time to allow people that don't live in the DMV to travel and come see that. Because I'm pretty sure they could have sold a hell of a lot more tickets than they did this past Sunday. So it just it's just a slap in the face, man. It's it, it right. disgraceful, like you said, Paul. Right. And, and one thing, last thing I'll say about it, is that they had a perfect opportunity to do it on the night of the Seahawks game. It's a Monday night to national audience. And I believe it's on the 15 year anniversary of his death or the 14, no 14 year anniversary of his death. 14. So, it, yep. so you could have given people who opportunity to come travel, you know, they could have made plans. The stadium could have been packed, you know, for Monday night football cameras. You could have done it right. But instead you did this in the most typical Dan Snyder fashion ever. And, and, you know, there's no redos. You can't go back and say, okay, we're going to re-retire Sean's number and give this man a proper send-out. No, you don't really fuck this up. So 
this is the legacy that you chose to slap to, to attach to this man, a half-baked, hastily prepared Jersey retirement, quote-unquote retirement. It's, it's, it's ugly. Yeah, surprised. Oh, no. Not at all. Also, Not at all. I only, is this even that Snyder that did this? I don't even know. We my don't thing, know. You're right about that. My thing with something like that is, when they even when they announced it, it was very clear. Because when they announced that shit on like a Tuesday before the game? Clear, mm-hmm. it, was a, it was a Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening. So, yeah. So, and the, the funny thing is, while people were like, hey, you need to put out the team email, we know those team emails are not coming out. We know that. They would have been come out if they were. So I don't even know what they were tripping off of. That's my, like, why were they tripping? You And, and you let that shit get to the point where you decided to insult the fan base Right by having this ceremony, because like I said, it's because Sean Taylor is really like the most iconic player of the twenty first of like the modern team. Yeah, he's the most iconic player. Like he's the most beloved player. Right. So for you to just be like, "Well, we're going to slap this together," and I, it wasn't because of the PR of the like the negative attention. I don't even know. I'm not even, that's my thing with this franchise. I am not sure that they are capable of making those kind of decisions. Someone might have just had an idea and they were like, cool, let's go with it. Well, I hear you on that. Nobody was like, wait, nobody was like, "Uh, you guys want to rethink this? You don't think this is a, you don't think we're rushing into this? Right. I mean, Corey, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's the most disappointing part about it from that perspective is that when this was Bruce and Danny or 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 Danny and Vinny or what have you, I could imagine dumb and dumber to make some exactly. decisions that were stupid as fuck. But I thought exactly. we had the Jason Wrights in the building to be like, whoa, either you didn't think that this was a bad idea, which is alarming. Or you don't have enough sway in the building to tell Dan this is a bad idea, which is also alarming. So which one is it? Yep. Hey, wait, yep. But why don't y'all think it's possible this was his idea? Whose idea would this have been if not for Jason Wright's? That's the thing. We don't 100% know that. It could have been Jason Wright's idea. And clearly, he just may not have understood what Sean Taylor meant to the fan base. He's an outsider here. We, we, we don't know that he knows all that stuff just yet. It's not even just that. It's not even just that for me, Paul. The nigga is literally the president of this kind of stuff. So who gets the blame other than him? If someone wants to be like, well, this is Dan Snyder's fault, here's my thing when we do that kind of shit. If this was a Bruce Allen joint, it would, y'all would, there, there wouldn't have been this whole, well, I don't know if it was Bruce. The nigga's literally the president of this kind of thing. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is literally his job. Right, but what I'm saying is that the pushback on what Corey said about maybe he didn't know how big a deal Sean Taylor was. Not like it's not like Jason Wright is some old man. It's not like he isn't an NFL vet. You know, it's not like well, Sean well, maybe Taylor I shouldn't is, say that isn't, isn't widely regarded in NFL circles. I think anybody who is more than a casual fan and is a, like around our age knows that Sean Taylor is a massive deal. 
Yeah. Yeah, he probably doesn't know. He probably doesn't know how oh. massive deal it is to us. You, but he you, knows Trump tells us a massive deal. But Paul, you that's, where going, that's where I'm going with it. Yeah, I think y'all might be viewing this the wrong way. This nigga worked at McKinsey, man. I can't emphasize this enough. <laughs> I can't emphasize that shit enough, man. I cannot. I can't. Right? Like, like you are the president of this type of shit. This is literally your job. You're the president. Right? Business at, president of business operations. So yep. I can't be like, well, he might not have known. Nah, this is literally your shot to call. Everything else regarding this team over the last year, regarding everything that's been in this sort of category, has been a Jason Wright joint. So why would this be any different? This is just his first major L, being a part of the yeah, like, <laughs> That's how I see this. Like, I'm not going to be like, well, was it Dan Snyder? I don't know who it was. I know whose title this is. It's supposed to be running this shit. One uh, L. The first, like, real black mark on his resume. And it's not yeah. a good one. Yeah. It's not. And I'm with you, Cliff. I'm with you, Cliff. I mean, it's got to be him. There's no way that this could have been put together 100% Danny. It's just like, damn, yo, like, this is the product you put out? Like, this is what you slapped together? It's so disappointing, man. It's, I, I, can't, I can't even get any more words together for it. It's like, I know it was alumni day, homecoming, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But I really think they should have, I mean, obviously we, we feel they should have done it a different day. But like, that should have been a day where they could have been talking about the 91, you know what I'm saying, Super Bowl championship team. Like, isn't that like 20 year anniversary or something of that or some shit? Like, 30, yeah. why not se- 30. Or 30, whatever it is. Why not separate that from... A jersey retirement, something that you never do. Like, clearly, that's something special, something extremely important to the to the fan base. Like, it, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just disappointing because yeah, I mean, y'all know how I feel about Sean. Like, that's one of our probably one of my favorite players ever. And for them to do that, embarrass him like that. All I can say, hopefully, the family didn't feel that shit. Hopefully, the family enjoyed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody got to see his little daughter. They got to see his pop. So hopefully, they came in here, they enjoyed it. They got you know, they they showed him some love, but. As far yeah. as everything else is concerned, that was just that was embarrassing, man. There's no other way to describe it. This is the first time I'm I'm looking at Jason Wright and being like, okay, you might not be it. I'm not saying you should be fired, you should be gone, but like I expect better from you. They brought you in to be better than this. This is not a good job. Like, of course, it doesn't really matter in the scheme of like wins and losses, but it's just like, are you capable of making smart decisions when this is the best you could do for Sean Taylor and his legacy? So it's like, yeah, you know. I'm of course going to give him a chance. I'm not going to say this man is is already out of here, but like this is uh, this is this is going to stick with me for a while. I'm not going to lie, though. Well, that heat he was catching from the fan base, he might be like, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> La Famina did it, so hey, you never know. Yeah, dog. I, I saw on Twitter the other day that like somebody was like um, screenshotting Twitter responses from these fan ambassadors being like frustrated with um the team and this and that. And they was tagging Jason Wright and it being like, time to kick these motherfucking fan, fan ambassadors out of the fan bases. And that I'm like, yo, the fan base is wild right now. Like, and I say that a lot. We do this every year, but I've never seen the fan base at each other's throats like we are right now. Like, motherfuckers are upset with this team. <laughs> I heard motherfuckers was, was planning, uh, who tweeted this? It was Dre. Y'all know Dre, right? Mr. PC Sports, shout out to Dre. Said that folks was playing the meet at FedEx to, to fight it out. These motherfuckers was going to put the motherfucking Dukes up in the Fed's parking lot over a Twitter fight. I'm like, yo, 
Fan base want to duke it out. Man. Hmm. How far we've come. Dog, this isn't Hamilton. The fuck are y'all talking about? Are y'all doing 10, <laughs> 10, 10 steps in turn? This is the dawn? The fuck? <laughs> I, think the fans, I think the fan base is look, it's a very it's been a very disappointing season so far. Right? And not just because we're two and four, but because of the way we've gotten to two and four. Where I just think the fan base is overall just very frustrated per usual. But even worse is that I think going into this season, a lot of the fan base was hoping that this type of shit would be done. Yep. That's the whole fucking point of these new people. That was the point of Jason Wright. Like, yep. The point of Jason Wright, the point around Rivera was that we weren't going to be a joke on the field. We weren't going to be a joke off of it. Like, that was the bare minimum. Were we going to be a Super Bowl contender? Who knows? Were you going to win the division? Don't know. But the days of being a fucking joke, those were supposed to be over. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where the fan base's frustration is. It's like, you go into this season, okay, it's one thing to be 2-4. It's 2-4, and the way things are going, look like you could be really four, like a four-win team, a five-win team. You don't really like what you're hearing from the coach after these games. Your defense is supposed to be good. Not only the defense is not good, it's the worst defense in the fucking league. Yeah. And to top it all off, the story comes out about Rubin. Everybody's like, well, what about the football team? How come we haven't seen their emails? So it's like you coming all the way back to the same shit that always happens with us during our seasons. Our seasons go poorly, both on the field and off. It never fails never fails here we go again. <laughs> yeah. we, we can't manage just being on the field nope. embarrassment we have to like make sure that we cover all our bases yo we all knew that bruce allen was a slimy dude yo he might be the slimiest nigga that's ever lived man the slimiest nigga's ever been attached to this fan base and that includes the nigga that was a racist that founded the joint like he is a piece of shitty shit <laughs> he, this man is still in the headlines regarding this team 18 months after he got fired yep. that's bad well everyone knew bruce was a slime ball ass nigga that's who he is he always gave off those vibes it's just now that we're seeing we're actually seeing his emails and we're seeing how he truly felt about shady i mean it just it all makes sense he's a slime ball ass motherfucker that's why nobody in the DC board wants to fuck with him and wanted to allow him to build a stadium. That's why nobody likes Snyder. The two slime ball, grease ball ass dudes that, you know. Do you remember what I said to you in the car on the way to the game on Sunday? Hmm. Through it all, right? Through the past 30 years, we've been there, we've seen it, we've done that. Well, like not 30 years, 20 years, right? I'm not going to talk with the 90s. That's not Dan's doing, right? Over the past 20 years, we don't see Dan do it all, man. Every time we think this man can't sink lower, he sinks lower. And we've all been sticking around being like, just win. If you just win, just get to the divisional round. Go to the NFC championship game, fuck around and win 12 games, and people will, I won't say forget, but people will come back. And you can't even fucking do that. I was sure, I was so sure that this team was doing better. They were in the right direction. Everything was going okay. You talented players. You just had the defensive rookie of the year. You got dogs on both sides of the ball. And now y'all put this product in the field. 
y'all two and four, and y'all are steamrolling, unfortunately, maybe to like two and six before this bye week, if y'all don't get shit turned around. It's just like, yo, it's like, what are we here for? What, what are we rooting for? I, I'm not saying that I'm jumping ship. Of course, I would never jump ship, but a lot of fans are, and I can't even say that I blame them. Set ball. Coming off the seven and nine season, yes, you won a division. No, nobody had expectations for a Super Bowl, but like Cliff mentioned earlier, you had a Jason Wrights come in, you had a Julie, Julie Donaldson's, Ron Rivera's, you know, change the name. Every obviously people didn't like that, but whatever. It's 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 moving in the right direction as far as you know, getting rid of that racist ass name. Everything seemed like it was turning towards okay, they're actually trending towards a respectable organization. You know, we're gonna get out of the headlines. We have a decent coach, decent president, leader. We got some leadership here, even though we still have Turd Boy as owner. There's some leadership in house. And here we are. It's week seven. It's week seven. And nobody's talking about the game. Yeah. Yeah. There's 11 games left in the season. And we're back to talking about Dan selling the team. We're talking about emails. We're talking about the scummy shit that Bruce is doing. Like, I don't look forward to football season for this stupid ass shit, man. And mm. it's just, it's just frustrating that I mean, I can, I'm not gonna blame the media, but like. Once it started, it's it's not going to end. Like we're going to see these stories for the rest of the year. There's going to be some bullshit coming out every week because as you these emails, they're not. That's just not going away. Nah, so maybe um, not, the team emails nah. ain't coming out, bro. They they're not coming out, Cliff. But I don't think the story's going away. That's why I don't understand why they reacted by like, dog. Sunday was going to get here and everybody was going to move on. So why were you so quick to set up this terrible ceremony? When we all hey. know damn well, by the time Saturday comes, don't nobody are they even talking about John Gruden now? That shit is done. Shit out the news. Right. That's why I don't get this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I don't get right. this franchise, dog. Like we should know based on what happened over the last what five years with giving uh, the dickhead that was in the White House, that shit happens and people move on. The news just keeps moving. So, yeah, this bad news came out. By Saturday, this shit would have been forgotten, man. People don't, people ain't turned on Red Zone on Sunday thinking about these damn emails. Right. Yeah, they could easily done nothing at all. They could have just kept their mouths closed, ate their dinner, and moved on. All they would have had to say is, look, Bruce Allen is not this organization anymore. We really don't have any further comment on these emails. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. Instead, y'all did this. Mm-hmm. You're playing fucking sticks. Talk. Right. You, you, you did this and you really thought this was a great idea. Mm-hmm. Really? Right. Really. And it, listen, and I don't want to like disparage like any of the other legends with this organization. Like, but it, listen, if they had. They've only retired three numbers. They've only retired with Bobby Mitchell. They've retired Sammy Ball and Sean, right? If Sunday were about Brian Mitchell, let's retire 30, or let's retire Art Monk's number, or let's retire Joe Green's number, it might not have been like as like, okay, this is a slap in the face, but this is Sean Taylor. Again, no disrespect to the former greats, but no Sean Taylor means so, means so much, especially to people in our generation and younger. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the older fans who have moved on from this team because the, the name ain't the same. They're tired of the antics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to like watch this team for the rest of my life knowing that they're like there's no hope in their future. For me, it's like, okay, 
that's one thing. But you decided to like you're going after the younger fans. You're trying to attack the younger fans of this region to rebuild this fan base. We all love Sean. Like he's everybody's favorite. And you just shit on his legacy with this bullshit. When you could have done nothing at all, you could have just said nothing. It's like you <laughs> say nothing sometimes is bad, but this is somehow worse. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question then. Because I've been thinking about this over the last... Well, I mean, I've been thinking about this for a while. But it has sort of left my mind for a little bit, but of course the organization embarrassed themselves again. What would it take for you to be like, fuck these niggas, man? I don't know, Cliff, because I've stuck around this this long. I don't know what would ever take to make me say fuck them. Like, I don't know. That's that's a good question, though. Is this Sean Taylor really uh, not? This Sean Taylor stuff, this is no good, man. It's not. This one really and I, I really tried not to get upset about it because, I mean, like I said, y'all know. Like that's my dude. Like, and for them to do that, like, put his name out here just to cover up or distract from the bullshit that you guys are doing. Like, and of all people that should know better than that is Dan Snyder. Like, you of all people. Yeah, I know he's a scumbag. He's he's a he's a little turd ass nigga too. But he should know better than to even think to do this shit for Sean. Like, you playing this out. You make sure you allow, like I said, allow the fan base to come back and honor this man. And if you've returned his jersey, allow us to allow everyone to be there for him. And to do that to him, bro, I don't know, man. I don't know. But if this doesn't make me go away, like, I, like Paul said, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to abandon the team. I just know that I've chosen a sucky ass organization to be my favorite team. And that, that, that's just what it is. Yeah, I think I'm with Corey on that. I, unfortunately, I think I'm in it for the long haul, but you know, it took a lot for me to reach this point where I'm just apathetic about the day-to-day about this team. Like, I already told y'all, like, this past summer, while I was excited for the season, and I knew they'd be good, it was, the, like, the least excited I'd ever been for a season. Like, I didn't really check up on the skin or, damn, see, I did it again, another dollar in a square jar. Um, I didn't really check on the Washington, like, every single day, like, over the summer, like, looking for news. It was just like, okay, well, I'll see y'all in August pushed to this point where I'm just like, man, I'm just exhausted. Y'all are just exhausting-ass niggas, man. I can't do this every day. Because every time I turn on the news, there's something disappointing to see regarding y'all. So it's like, you know, I, I, I think I'm here. I'm, I'm here for the long haul, man, for better or worse. I can't be invested emotionally in this team anymore because it's like, y- 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 y'all have proven to me that y'all will let me down over and over again. I just can't be the fool anymore. Well, I mean, I'm dry, I'm dry with you on that ball. Man, yeah. I am at the point where I'm just really not going to that state. I keep trying to tell y'all niggas, man. I need to stay out of FedEx. And we go through this every time y'all go to FedEx. Y'all have now been there for a QB almost dying. You, you, yes, on Sunday, y'all attended a game in which they pretty much insulted the last iconic player We've had. We insulted that man and his family. It's maybe, and I'm, maybe I'm speaking all out for them. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they don't feel that way. It's probably entirely possible. It seemed like they, they felt like it was very heartfelt. I felt insulted. Period. I felt insulted. I mean, that's also because we we in it, Cliff. Like you said, I'm hoping the family did not feel that. That's what I was saying. Right. Like, like, I hope they they're not up here. But that, Boy, you, that was disgusting. 
Yeah, 100%. And to like do that on one, there's no, we know you didn't plan this because this is alumni weekend, which means you had plenty of time to plan this. Yep. This was not part of your plan. Yep. So you did this because you thought I wanted you to do it. Exactly. Right? Like you thought, oh, one, you they act like the people that come to that stadium. For me, if you go into those games right now, it's because you are a diehard among diehards. There's no reason to go to FedEx Field. The field, the stadium is garbage. The team is garbage. And it's in the middle of nowhere. So there's no reason to go to those games unless you really care about that team. So to trot that out, right, in that scenario, given the week the organization just had, given the fact that you knew you were about to catch an L too. Yeah. With the lowest attendance in the league. By a wide margin. Yeah, and, and with good reason, right? Like. Mm. The diehard fans, the older fans, like you mentioned, Paul, some of them have decided to step away, right? You have no foothold with the younger fans, right? Nope. And to top it all off, you're a fucking embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you make it hard, man. Oh. They're making it for me. They really cool. do, man. Like y'all really don't want me to root for y'all. I yeah, feel like y'all really do, man. You know what I mean? You out here trying to pay, you out here offering money to these women still, still, mm-hmm. still. Sheehan was talking about it, saying it might not have been like as bad as it seems, but and for Sheehan to say that, it probably is like, okay, maybe there's some truth to it because Sheehan shits on dance matter every chance he gets. So for him to come out and be like, okay. Maybe we need to calm down about this particular topic, but who knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, but you listen. But here's my thing with that: it is a regular business practice in the corporate business world by corporations who are constantly doing fuck shit. <laughs> as do we? We are the only team for whom these kind of stories come out. It would be one thing if there were other teams that we had, we there were the same stories about. We the only ones out here where they're like, well, you know, they offering X hush money. So I get what she is saying. Is it a is it a quote unquote standard business practice for yes for the sleaze the sleazy ones sure, but you got to be in the in you got to be in a you got to be doing shit that means that you need to be offering hush money all the time. Right? You think the you think the Patriots are out here just giving out hush money everywhere? You think the fucking um, you think that's what's happening in San Francisco or Seattle? Why is it only here, nigga? We literally your franchise is such a mess it destroyed John Gruden's career. Right. Listen, John Gruden's always come back, but how this man catches stray from us across the country? God damn it! And and if you think, and and Yo, how did that story come out? I, Dan, was it you, Dan Snyder? Was it you? Someone put that shit out there. Who was it? We trying to get into that right now? Ooh, spicy. No, who was <laughs> it? Who was it, dog? There's, we didn't hear. Literally, they had the, the report about our team, and then that was it. There were no Washington Post sources say regarding 
the email investigation with us? Nothing. All of a sudden, out of the blue, we find out they did a, a, a report on emails by other people. We literally get those emails verbatim the day after the report comes out. Who did it, dog? It makes sense that it's Dan. Because Dan seems like a very vengeful motherfucker. He probably wanted to get back at Bruce for all the shit that went down over the past 18 months. He couldn't help himself just to, to just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to take one last swipe of my ex-running mate. When he could have just let sleeping dogs lie and you could have just tried to get out of the news and stop being out of bullshit. You decided to disgrace. I mean, not only drag these women back into this bullshit again, you could have just chilled the fuck out. You could have moved on from this. You could allow this fan base to continue to heal and fix your franchise, but instead you decided to embarrass us all one more time just for, your own, for, for your own personal vendetta against Bruce Allen. If yeah. that's the case, then what, what the fuck are we really doing? Yeah, but Paul, it, Paul, Paul, that nigga really should hate Bruce Allen, dog. If you really think about it, right? This nigga hired Bruce, gave Bruce a lot of power, right? Mm. Bruce was his man's. This nigga Bruce still tried to get you up out of there, behind the scenes, right? This nigga really mm. was trying to get you replaced. His owner of the team, whole time. Whole mm -hmm. time you thought this was your man. This nigga was trying to get you replaced. I know Dan Snyder probably hates that nigga. <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. You thought this was your man? This nigga was real out here. Put that story. Because all that shit is connected to the lawsuit, right? With the story in the Indian newspaper. Mm -hmm. Right? With the um the Epstein shit. Isn't that mm -hmm. like the, the crux of a lot of this? Like that they have yeah. a lawsuit involving that? Imagine yeah. if your man's, you thought this nigga was your man. Dog. You thought you get this nigga a job, you get this nigga more power. Then you come to find out, not only does he not fuck with you, he's trying to get you off the throne. Yo, <laughs> whole time this man, Bruce Allen is Rico from Peyton Full, the whole time. Like, this nah, man, you this know who he is? He's Littlefinger <laughs> little, little from Game of Thrones. <laughs> ah, it's crazy. Uh, Mr. Littlefinger. <laughs> he was plotting against Snyder. Whole time. Yep. Right? Holt. Smiling in, in Snyder's face, drinking Miller Lights with him. Probably Snyder only mm -hmm. friend for real. Then come to find out this man trying to get you replace this owner. He's never going to stop with Bruce Allen. I'll tell you that right now. That shit's never stopping. The ultimate betrayal. You try to make me lose my team after all the shit I've given your ungrateful ass? Uh-huh. It's never ending. Y'all remember the scene? You remember the scene when, uh, at the end of that Dallas game, when Snyder was walking with Alex Smith and Bruce Allen was walking the other way and they just walked right past each other? Mm-hmm. They just look like two little... <laughs> they look like two little-ass kids. And now... <laughs> Snyder trying to get his old BFF back. We're trying to make him lose his team. So I, I mean, I'm not I'm not condoning what Danny doing, but I'm pretty sure Danny, Danny Boy was the leak. Yeah. Emails. Yeah. So 
All right, so uh, they asked Landon Collins today about his move to uh, linebacker, right? And uh, even when he won this whole thing, like, well, I was drafted a safety. I was a safety in high school. I don't like being in the box. I'm undersized, this and that, but I'll do it if, I, if, if, if I'm asked to do that. And the whole time I'm like, Landon, man, you got to look inward, bro. You got to have some self-realization. You are not doing well at safety. You could maybe do well at box safety, hybrid linebacker sort of position. So for him to sit there and push back in a press conference about him moving positions, I understand you're salty. I get it. I don't know if you view it as some sort of like demotion. Honestly, it might prolong your career. It might at least keep you off the bench for the rest of this year because as a safety, you, you finna get benched, my nigga. Like, I don't understand what, what you're saying. <laughs> No, you know, I'll go, you know, I'll go one step further, though. Aren't you a leader, bro? You're supposed to be a leader on this team, right? Facts. You're supposed to, so part of you being a defensive leader is your interest should be in the best interest of the team. Absolutely. It doesn't sound like that's the case, bro. When yeah, I'll say this, though, he season, didn't. What, but, he, but, said, he said he's a team. He said he's a team player. Yeah, but Corey, he's a team player. But go Corey, ahead, this goes back to the off season. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't have been playing safety the first day at camp. Big facts, right? Like we have, we're, they're switching you to this now. They only publicly said that they didn't want to move you to safety because you went on Instagram. Was that Instagram or Snap? What, what the fuck was that on? One of them stupid motherfucking social media. You are like, social media saying you weren't moving anywhere. <laughs> even though it wasn't in the best interest in the team. Even though we did, we were fortunate enough to find someone that could play your position while you were out. You came back, you weren't even about the best interest of the team. You just wanted to play safety because you always play safety. Well, here's the difference, bro. You stink now. You don't need stink. You're the most overpaid safety in the league. Now you're the most overpaid linebacker in the league. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Well, he's not. He's not understanding, Cliff. I'm with. I, I ain't need to cut you off, my G. This motherfucker's not understanding. Yes, you've been playing safety all your life. Yes, you came in the league as a safety, but they landed. This ain't the year you was drafted, bro. You have one Achilles. You out there looking like you're running a four nine right now. So right. we keep it in the buck, kind of like Paul said. If anything, this may extend his career, a la T.J. Ward. Ask how Denver Broncos, Denver Broncos, like he needs to embrace that they're actually trying to find something that he could probably excel in. Because right now he is getting his ass torched at safety. He does not look at it all. He's probably the worst safety we have in coverage. He at some point he needs to accept that. They even asked him. He, they asked him in the uh, press conference, does he think this is permanent or da da da? He's like, I don't know. They coach didn't really say. Like, well, motherfucker, coach said because this is your new position. So get used to it. Nigga, it's so like Paul said, be happy, be happy you still getting a paycheck, motherfucker. You lucky you ain't get cut. Nigga, you right. went from safety to linebacker. Next move is NFL network. Yeah. Right. Sit next to D Hall. <laughs> <laughs> I I listen, it, the only thing I can think of is that he probably thinks in his head that. The switch from linebacker or to linebacker, I should say, from safety is somewhat of like a slap in the face. Like, you're not good enough to play safety anymore. You're not fleet of foot to play safety anymore. So we're moving you to linebacker where you don't have to use as much uh, explosion. You don't have to use as much like um, 
you, you don't you don't have to cover as much field, right? Mm-hmm. And for him to push back on that, it shows a real lack of self awareness. Like, yep. I understand it's a hard realization, it's a tough pill to swallow that you're not the player you used to be, but you're not. You're not landing. So, I mean, you could either be, you know, cooking the fries, flipping the burgers, or you could be out of a job. What's up? He gonna get his ass in line. Tell you that much. Listen, it's football, dog. I know what you about to do on Sunday. You about to play that fucking linebacker spot. Like, <laughs> you better, you better play that wheel, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> was an ass you you want to be asked if you wanted to play linebacker. You can either line up in linebacker or take your ass home. It's pretty simple. Yeah. <laughs> can't get over that. Hey, your client's stealing money. $84 million. Be lucky that you have a chance to earn a portion of your $84 million contract mm-hmm. and, you, and you get to actually keep playing. Like, if it was me, a nigga like me would have just put your ass right on that bench. It was on the oh, cliff. Right. That nigga be cut. Shit, shit. Cliff would have had this man in the gulag. Fuck out of here. You get a oh, drop and get paid. Nigga would have been a camp body. There was no reason to keep him. That's why I said we should have cut. Because it wasn't even awesome. Like I hadn't seen Landon play, but there was no reason to keep him. He got injured. Right. The person who came in to play when he, when he was injured outplayed him was a late round pick. Why would you keep this overpaid player? That's no other team would have kept them. Why do we it's almost it's almost like Rivera was like, you know what, we got him on a contract. Let's see what we can do. Maybe he he looked good in camp because remember all the stories coming out of minicamp training camp was like, wow, Landon Collins, he's way ahead of schedule. He's he's got his speed back and he's just he's just had his miraculous recovery from his Achilles. And then we get to the games and he looks like a complete bum. Like now he's getting well, his ass shifted up the linebacker, so he needs to accept it. He better. Well, y'all it. heard that. Y'all heard the anecdote that Kyle said on his podcast about RG three and the Houston joint practices of twenty fifteen, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I did hear that. Yep. For, for those yep. that didn't hear that, he was on his podcast. This is John Kime of ESPN saying that in twenty fifteen, RG three came out looking great in camp, and this is after you know two straight years where he was you know not as good as his rookie year, right? As rookie of the year campaign. And it was like, oh my goodness, this man might've finally turned the corner. He's throwing the ball well, he's moving well. It looks like his ankle slash knee looked like they're fully healed and yada, yada, yada. And then Houston comes to town and RG3 doesn't know the defense. He doesn't know the plays or what they're going to run. And he got his ass blasted. <laughs> so it could be the same phenomenon. Like Landon Collins looks great in camp. Yeah, when the offense is running the same predictable plays that you've been running all season, all OTAs, all spring. But that's one of the the downfalls of not having another team come in for joint practices because of the pandemic. Hopefully next year they do that so you can get a better perspective of what players and uh, what progress your players are making. Because we all had Landon Collins being a major contributor on this team moving forward. He looked good in camp. But if you had another team come in, and throw something at him that he wasn't ready for, something he didn't anticipate, you might have known eight weeks ago that Landon Collins wasn't going to be contributing from a safety standpoint this season. There hasn't been a moment since week one where he's looked like a safety. Not one. Yeah, agreed. Did you say we? 
okay. I probably should have qualified that by saying, <laughs> "What's that Uncle Phil mean? What's the Uncle Phil mean?" <laughs> he's like, he's like, we, <laughs> we. <laughs> Look, like I said, no other team. I don't think any other team in the league would have, not any team I respect would have kept them. Period. And and we gotta keep remembering every fucking time. Remind yourselves, August ain't football, man. It's not. I don't care what they report. Don't care how people look. August ain't football. Period. Because if that was the case, we were told our off our defense looked good in camp. Here the fuck we are. And Paul, to your point, the joint practices, not even just joint practices. If you aren't going to play your veterans at all in preseason, you damn sure not going to get a good gauge on who's capable of doing what. So maybe they could have got a better idea if they had held, and I know you said they ain't real football, but they wasn't doing anything. So no joint practices. He's taking advantage of Heineke and Fitz throwing him picks all day in training camp. So of course he's looking good. And if you're not getting any playing time in preseason, then obviously it, you don't know what the hell your defense is going to roll out there and look like. It. That's basically oh, yeah. where we're at. No doubt. His name probably was on the sideline getting a little water break. Saw Steven Montez going in for um, scouting quarterback. Yeah, let me get them right. Like, Coach, I got this right. I got this right. Let me get this right. I, I got this I got right. You. He's like, Cam, Cam Curl. Ayo. <laughs> All right, That's let's real. talk about the kicker situation real quick. For the one thing I got to say about that is that this is the only fan base, the only fan base in any sport anywhere in America where fans complain about a particular player for five years and then once he gets cut, they're like, what the fuck are we doing? Right, right. No, right. so, I'm like, I was honestly shocked to see the people on Twitter yesterday, uh, for, you know, for reference, this is Thursday afternoon at like 5.30. Yesterday, five, Wednesday, people complaining that we had cut Dustin Hopkins. I'm like, yo, I thought this is what y'all wanted. Mm-hmm. Ain't y'all been complaining about Dustin Hopkins since he missed that kick in London five years ago? I knew I have. Yep. All they want to do is complain, man. Bitch and complain. They just want to complain about something. They wanted that man cut in preseason. Sure yeah. did. Now they're like, well, why are you doing it now? It's like, whatever. But even the local media, the media, Cliff, like, they've been asking Riverboat every week. So how much confidence do you have in Dustin? It's his job secure, da-da-da-da. Coach finally makes a decision to cut his ass, and they're like, uh, well, is he a scapegoat now? This function is returned to Ashford. Like, this, this you like when the, coach cut the kicker. This oh, like man. when your girl, when your girl, like really wants you to get her something, and she keeps ass, like handing at it. Can mm-hmm. you buy? Can we get that? She get that. Months go. You know what I'm saying? She wants. What, like, what about this color? Then you buy it. <laughs> when you finally buy it, she's like, well, "Why are you buying it now? What did you do?" Uh-huh. What's the reason? Why did you decide that you want? We've been doing, we wanted you to do this for months. Like, why weren't you doing it? We said going into the season, bro, you better watch yourself out here, Dustin. Yep. Mm -hmm. Better watch yourself because they will bring any motherfucker in here. Mm -hmm. So he was already on thin ice, regardless of what Rivera trying to say. Rivera, we all all knew. Oh, you know, there's a new holder. Remember all that holder talk? Yep. Oh, there's a new snapper. 
And you know yep. how the ball spins. It's like, get the fuck out of here, dog. I told but you. Co- but coach, coach was trying to give him every opportunity, Cliff. He was trying to save face for him. Like you said, give him the excuses. New hold, well, new snapper, getting adjusted to the speed of cheesing it and the snap, snap count, all this dumbass shit. <laughs> but if you're going to go out there, you're going to miss a 42-yard kick. You got to go. That was it. That was the breaking point. See, it ain't like only, Coach asked you to kick a 50-yarder. My 42 only beef, yards. My only beef, only beef with this that you cut that man for missing a kick that you shouldn't have attempted. But that's a whole nother story. Yeah. You're trying, fighting, to, you're trying to beat the Chiefs kicking field goals. On, right. The computer bot, the fourth down computer bot on Twitter favored, I think it was pretty much neutral. Like us kicking a field goal was perfectly fine. I think I actually leaned towards field goal. But the thing, really? about, that, the thing about that algorithm is he don't got a Mahomes factor in there now, does it? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right. You kick field goals versus these people, this team, that team, you're not winning. Just assume they're getting 30 on your bum ass. <laughs> you kicking 10 field goals, then you're not winning this game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Y'all remember they interviewed John Harbaugh after the, after the Ravens Chiefs game a few weeks back, and they had gone for it on fourth and one late in Chiefs territory that game. They ended up converting, scoring a touchdown, and end up being the decisive winning score. And they asked him mm-hmm. in the locker room or the press conference afterwards, why did you go for it? He's like, because I have Lamar and they have Patrick. Like, <laughs> we have a guy that can convert, and if we give the ball back to them with enough time, we won't win this game. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that we have anybody here on the level of any of those two players, but why are you kicking field goals, long field goals at that, with Patrick Mahomes and other like, yes, he didn't play like ass up to that point. How long do you think you were going to survive before this man turned it on the switch? Furthermore, your ass up. Furthermore, what's the point of being up six points? As right. if they're not about to go down the field and get a like, quick six. Like, right. Like my thing was like, yo, this point in the game, what is the point of being up mm-hmm. six? You're going to blink and be down twenty. That's literally yep. what happened. Like, and it, right? We're, hey, we're going to be up sixteen ten. With like 25 yep. minutes of game time left. Great. Versus Mahomes, great. What the fuck's that going to get you? What ended up happening? Never scored. I don't think we scored again, right? No, they no, scored 21 unanswered points. Second half. Mm-hmm. 21 unanswered points. Right. Ain't shit. That's a way to honor Sean Taylor by getting 21 skunked in your own stadium after halftime. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> that's wild, man. But Cliff, I'm with you on that. But that's another, that's another story for a different day, man. I read something, a stat online, and I think that I could be misremembering what it said, but um, I think that we have the lowest rating in the league of field goals kicked in favorable, like, fourth down and distance situations. Like, pretty much saying Ron Rivera kicks way too much on fourth down, which I, I found surprising because I feel like Ron Rivera goes for it a good amount of time. Nah, but that's nah, supposed to be the riverboat. Nah, that riverboat shit. With all, like my man Mark Jackson saying, with all due respect, <laughs> he got that riverboat nickname because this nigga was about to get fired and he started going for it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, now the whole league goes for it a lot. My only defense of Ron is that it's a little easier to go for it when your quarter when your quarterbacks are fucking all pro. I was going to say. <laughs> I, I understand uh-huh. how on fourth and five or fourth and six, 
when your quarterback's Taylor Heineke, you're right. a little reluctant. Right. As opposed to like it's, prime Cam Newton. Right. Yep. It's easy for fourth and one when your quarterback's like Coke machine with legs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. So. All right. Let's get into these Packers real quick. Uh, anybody take a look at the injury report this week? Uh, I know I kind of glanced at it today and uh, Terry practice and Antonio practice. I'm a little bit worried about him. He's been banged up, but still no Curtis Samuel, still no Logan Thomas or Brandon Sheriff. They both were on the side of the field with uh, shorts and tees just doing stuff with the trainers. But it looks like we're going to be shorthanded on offense again. Defensively, I don't know. Brandon, Brandon uh, not Brandon, why call him Brandon Jackson? William Jackson. William Jackson nah, didn't try to get Call that nigga Bill Jackson. This <laughs> Bill Jackson. <laughs> Calling that man Bill Jackson on here. It just just popped up on the injury report, right? Me or something. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know what his problem is, but he's been getting his ass playing bizzled all season. Yeah. I don't know if that's scheme. I don't know if it's him. But keeping it a buck, him being out is uh, as bad as he's played. You know, you Aaron Rodgers and Randall Cobb and Devontae Adams on Sunday probably need all hands on deck on defense, but they've been so bad. It's like, what does it even matter anyway? Right. What's the matter? What you like? Mm-hmm. All hands right. on deck. Now nah, we don't watch our niggas on this deck, bro. Because that all hands on deck to do what? Four hundred. <laughs> right. Fuck that. Your knee hurt, bro. That's the reason. Okay, cool. Go take a seat, man. Because you out here getting knee don't hurt. I know you need on Devontae Adams coming. That's right, what that shit right. is. But if his knee don't hurt, he like, I've been getting my ass playing bait, and I know I am the target. I am right. the mark. Devontae-itis in your knee. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> right. He, he looked at how much Devontae is averaging per catch. He was like, ah, my knee. Yeah. My knee. You got great. You got great <laughs> to Devontae-itis. You 100% right, Corey. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, all right, young buck, go get him. That's what he was telling St. Jude. Go get him, young buck. <laughs> He's like, but you know my knee getting a little tight. <laughs> go ahead, Paul. You know who worries me the most on Sunday? Hmm. Aaron, um, what call Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Hell yeah. Absolutely. He's he finna go off. I, I don't know why. He's always been my favorite running back in the league, one of them, like. Not only is he super duper talented, but he's super uh, versatile. He catches the ball really well. He runs the ball really well. And they're finally giving carries to AJ Dillon you, um, after kind of like took my two sense. years kind of yep. on the shelf at mm-hmm. a Boston College. They have mm-hmm. a dynamic one two punch. So they might not even lean on Rodgers Devontae on Sunday. They might just say, fuck it, we're going to run the ball all day on you because we haven't so, shown that we can stop the run either. With the way we've been tackling, missing tackles, with the ability to struggle against the run. I absolutely, not only Aaron Jones, I'm expecting Dylan to have a day versus us on Sunday. Paul, you stole my thunder because that's one of my keys. It is definitely going to be the Jones and Dylan show on Sunday, and I don't see us stopping it. I don't even think it's going to have to be A-Rod Devontae. They're just going to turn around and hand that shit off because we damn sure don't got the linebackers to make the tackle. If we being honest. This is probably the worst tackling defense I can remember us having in a minute. It's worse than 2015, 2016, and that's saying a whole lot. There's a there's not a lot of sound tackling on this defense, especially in the back seven. The defensive line, you know, they do their thing, but Holcomb hasn't been great at tackling. Jackson has been bad. McCain has been bad. Collins has been bad. Jamin Davis hasn't been physical enough. He's getting there. 
but he hasn't been physical enough to hold up against anybody at this point. It's just like once you, you get a little steam going on this defense, you pretty much can just walk your way into the end zone. Yeah, that's I, pretty much sum that pretty much sums up the 2021 <laughs> football team defense. Once you get a little steam go, or they give you steam, right? Just don't cover mm-hmm. a guy. You could just not cover someone, which ironically, they competed pretty well in the first half on Sunday. They did. I have to give them credit for that. They did. But you knew the whole time. Okay, Tyreek's not really out here. This nigga Kelsey's limping after every play. This is Fugazi. Y'all not going to hold this up. We knew. We knew on Sunday. I think the difference this week is, one, I mean, the the Chiefs ran the ball pretty well, but you're going to play these teams to run. You want the Packers to run. Right. You want them to run the ball. You don't want bombs away all over your head. Aaron, hand the ball off, please. That's really what you want. Difference is we're going to give up both because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Take away, you think it's gonna be like, well, we're taking away the pass. We can't take away the pass. We got fucking Bill Jackson out here. <laughs> hey, you gotta stop calling his brother Bill, dog. <laughs> <laughs> we got Bill Jackson out here. <sighs> this is one of those games where I actually am looking to our pass rush. I felt like they sort of gave Mahomes. They gave Mahomes issues in the first half. They really did. They were able to really create some pressure. The difference is Devontae is getting the ball. Like, this nigga is getting targets. What's the target shit, like 35%? At least. Come on, that, yeah. The ball is going over there. Yep. Watch this blow coverage anyways. I got an over-under for y'all. How many times is A-Rod going to catch us with 12 men on the field on defense? <sighs> You know that's his specialty, and knowing mm-hmm. our defense, they're going to be fucking gassed. I said the, the, the line in the line of one and a half. Uh, oh, over! Bang you! <laughs> bang you! Yeah. Slam that shit! <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? Okay, also throw a monkey wrench in this. I hear you on the pass rush, but David Bakhtiari is back at practice this week. I know he hasn't wow. played yet this season, but wow, uh, he's a he's out, though. He only returned. He returned yesterday, but he's going to be out. Oh, you don't think he's going to be out? He's not playing. Ah, okay. He's not playing. Josh Myers is not playing. Uh, who's their center? Um, Dennis Kelly, the other tackles questionable. Kevin King is quite. Kevin King is garbage. We're going to get to there. I was going to say, we, we want him to play. Y'all man, Preston. Y'all remember when Preston started the season well for them when he got there? Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. asked him. I'm like, oh, what a mistake. But we knew how it is with Preston. Yep. He has some good games, and then you don't hear from him for a couple weeks. But he's um, – I think he – so they're going to have a couple people out on their whole line, basically. Yeah, I'm yeah. looking at the depth chart. Who the hell is Elgton Jenkins and Billy Turner? I, am I out of the loop? I've never heard uh, of these guys. Jenkins – so they – from what I always read about their own line, Jenkins has actually turned out to be pretty good. I mean, he can play multiple positions. Yeah. So he's lined up everywhere for them. But in the end, if you got Aaron, how bad is your O-line going to look really versus right. us, you know? you know? You know that ball coming out quick. Yep, absolutely. Uh, also can't forget about the tight ends. Robert Tanyan Jr. has become a underrated tight end. I wouldn't put him in the top, like, five or ten, but he's a good serviceable tight end. 
Also, old man Mercedes Lewis is still knocking around. He's more of a blocker, obviously, but um, you know damn well we don't have to cover tight ends. So I was gonna say it's a perfect week for his old ass to rebound and get a touchdown. Bob right. Bob, Bob Tanyan ain't even been killing like that this year. This is a Bob good Tanyan. week. This is a week for Bob. This is a good week for Bob. I hear you. I hear you. I feel like we haven't talked enough about Aaron Rodgers. What is our record against Aaron Rodgers? That's hold on. I'm gonna look that up real quick. I want to know what our anybody care to guess because I know it's much better than you probably think. No, actually, I, I don't think it is. It's actually much worse <laughs> than you think. Like, I, I'm pretty sure we had. I think we have what two? We might have two verses. Yeah, and I, I only remember one. So yeah, we have at least three off the top of my head. Now nah, we're two and three versus. Is, is that what, what I'm it looking is? at right now? Two and three. Nah, we. I'm looking at it right what, now. What you mean? We're two. No, no, first, no, 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 no. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. No way. When was I, the I, first? I, I, I know three. I'm thinking. Of, what well, you mean you know three? I'm literally looking on Pro Football Reference right now. <laughs> We're I know sweet. we got the joint with Alex Smith, right? We got the dub oh, with Alex. Oh, my bad. My bad. He's two and three, so we're three. You're right. We're okay. I was like, we, we beat him in. We beat him in 2010, right? I remember that when. Uh, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, remember uh, when he got the concussion? Who hit him? Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Jarman. The yeah. fourth man, Jeremy Jarman. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man, he, he my man though. Come on. <laughs> Here's the thing though: his numbers versus us, he completely cooks us. So we can't yeah. even say at least. 105 career rating, 11 touchdowns, one pick, uh, 8.75 average yards in attempt. So. He cooks. Do we own him? I don't. No, we don't. We don't owe him. Owe him at all. Does it even count? Because we can cost him one game. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And he finished the game. We probably would have lost. Maybe we beat him with Kirk. Maybe. We beat him with Kirk, though, right? And then, yeah. then we kicked our ass in the playoffs. Dude, that was yeah. that was Kirk's best game as a, as a Redskins. That's Kirk's bad. Yeah. Kirk. Yep. The reason Kirk became Kirk was because of that game. Yep. Yeah. Put on a show on, on national TV. Mm-hmm. Sure did. Well, Al Michaels and them was like, "Oh my God, look at that Kirk! Look how poised he is next to Aaron Rodgers." Couple yeah. years later, I just want to be where I feel. I just want to be where I'm wanted. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? The Washington Post article ahead of that playoff game where they asked whether you'd rather have Kirk Cousins or Aaron Rodgers. Yep, I sure do, Cliff. Yep. And I unsubscribed the next day. I was like, enough of you, Bob. Well. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough of you, Bob. Sally Jenkins, y'all, y'all some other shit. I'm out of here. I'm taking my towels over to the Times. They really did that. <laughs> Let's talk about defense real quick. Uh, while our, for, you know, first off, let me say this. I was really, really high on Devondre Campbell when the uh, Cardinals cut him. Actually, I've been high on him since he was on the Falcons. That's a motherfucker that we could have used on defense because he's PFS highest graded inside linebacker right now, and the Packers got him for nothing. Where are we at? <laughs> why Why was he not somebody we looked at Which months ago? Because we drafted a linebacker. Yeah, and coach felt comfortable with Holcomb, Bostic, and the linebacker that he drafted. He felt my nigga, like he was my nigga Major Payne, Jameen Davis. 
<laughs> good. Listen, they're secondary. Even good. Nope. Our ears out, right? Yep. Yeah. What's um. Jair's out for a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, is Savage is banged up. They took Eric Stokes. He doesn't even start for them, I don't think. Nope, he doesn't. Round one. I don't think he's even starting even after the game. What's his name? Well, we also got to keep in mind, Cliff, their defensive coordinator is Joe Barry. Sure I, think, I don't know how we how we did not mention that. I don't know how we did not mention that. You're 100 <laughs> like, What are we talking about here? Joe Joseph A. Joe yes. barely cares about defense. All right. You know, the funny thing about Joe Barry is this nigga always has a job. All times. Yeah. Fails. Never fails. Always has a job. He's a DC somewhere. Yeah, I've never seen somebody defense is consistently rated in the bottom four, bottom three in the league, but some kind of way, this motherfucker ends up with a job. That's Incredible. A job somewhere else. Incredible. I mean, he had a nice little run in L.A., right? Did he? I mean, anybody can have that run with Aaron Donald. he did when he did? I'm not saying he had a nice run, but, like, his defenses in L.A. were better than his defenses here. Or but his defense, now. with the nigga left, and all of a sudden the defense was one of the best defenses in the league. Facts. When you were there, Facts. <laughs> Facts. you had Aaron Donald and your defense was average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Where did you do that at? <laughs> <laughs> How you make Michael Jordan look like Bimbo Coles? Yo, Only think, Joe Barry. I think the worry is that like our offense is just too banged up, man. Mm-hmm. It's too banged up. And the truth is, in the end, we like I know fans were critical of Heineke after the game, but in the end, we got to like remind ourselves that this is Taylor Heineke. We got some money flashed, so we can't be out here with half our offense on the field. Sorry. Which further goes back. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you can't be out. You're versus fucking the Chiefs, yep. the Packers. Yep. You need to be a full strength, man. But if you are in full strength, your offensive coordinator has to help out a Taylor Heineke. Let's try. I understand Gibby got hurt, but you got to utilize the run game more. The O-line has been playing well. Why we continue to drop this man back like he's fucking Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Mahomes, whoever you want to name. Like, like you just said, he's Taylor Heineke. You got to help this guy. Stop asking him to be the playmaker. Because when you ask him to do that, that's when he starts trying to be Superman and we saw the picks last week or the week before that. Like, you saw the turnover. So, I'm hoping if we're going to stay in the game, Scott's got to scheme up something where we can try to do a little ball control to keep Aaron Rodgers on the bench, which is what I thought we were trying to do with Mahomes, but we did not. So, hopefully, maybe after a week of seeing the Chiefs score 21 unanswered, we try to do a little bit more ball control, a little more move your quarterback. You know, just some plays to kind of help him out is all I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. I hear you guys on that. I don't think their defense is, I mean, their defense is so banged up in the secondary that maybe this is a week there, the, the passing game can get back on track. Honestly, I, I'm expecting a big game from the offense in general. The question is, are we going to be able to keep pace with Aaron Rodgers? I doubt well, it. Well, shit, we were Why expecting a big expecting game last week. Game? Why are you expecting yeah, a big we, game, though? We played the worst defense in the league last week. We scored 13 points. 
Um, I, I just, I don't know, call it a feeling. I'm, I know that's not a really great podcast. It's not, going with feeling, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. You finna get back some decent players on the edge the past couple weeks. Like you got Downey back. I know we people are not really thrilled with his separation and his play so far, but you're going to have Dami, you're going to have Terry, you're going to have 24. Like, their secondary is buns. Their D-line is good, but I don't know. Like, our O-line has been playing their ass off this year. I think if you give Heineke a little bit of time, he's bound to have somewhat of a bounce-back game. He had two battle ones in a row. Yeah, but why, you know? not? why so, isn't that possible? But why isn't that possible? Yeah. Is it not possible that he could bounce back? I don't know. It's just, it's just I'm saying, why, it's, why is it impossible that he could just be bad till Fitz comes back? That's entirely possible. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. But, oh, yeah. But no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I think this is more a matter of, like, how does the game play out, right? Are we trailing? Like, are we up in Green Bay down 17-3 early in the second quarter? And then that's how you're getting your numbers? Or is it like you're actually in a game? Because I think the issue we might run into is we might just fall behind this time. We didn't fall behind all Sunday. Mm-hmm. We might just fall behind. Right? Like they might get the ball first, March 7 nothing, 3 and out. Also, yep. it's nothing. The whole game is like done. So. You got to stay in the game early. Got to. So basically, if we win the toss, we might have to halftime. Yeah. Yep. Have to. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. All right. Well, let's give some predictions then. Well, man, you know, <laughs> these niggas about look. to put us in that pipe. They put us in that spliff and screw <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> they smoking on that Bill Jackson pack. <laughs> they smoking that Bill Jackson pack on Sunday, man. You know damn well how it's gonna go, man. You're gonna hear that fucking Go Pack Go song. Mm-hmm. Niggas Lambo leaping. Random nigga gonna score a touchdown for them. That we've never heard of. Do they have a white fullback still? Do they have one? <laughs> Let's go find the most random packer to score. <sighs> Because somebody oh, random's getting the ball for a touchdown. No, nope, that's why I said you're saying it's gonna be a throwback. Josiah <laughs> Deguara is their is their starting fullback, third year player from Cincinnati. Somebody like that gonna score. I can Ooh. see it now around 125 on 1 p.m. Crypto text message the group. We're gonna, gonna be like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> it's gonna be some they got a nigga named Malik Taylor. Wide receiver, somebody ran, or Amari Rogers' first mm-hmm. career touchdown. Man. I was about to say Amari Rogers yep. going to have a breakout game. Either way, they <laughs> put this, they putting us in a spliff, mm-hmm. and they smoking us up. 37-20 Packers. They smoking that Maga Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Cliff. Um, especially after last week, because that. The offense disappointed me. I I don't have any hope for this game Sunday. Obviously, when I wake up on Sunday, I'm gonna be all in as a fan. I'm gonna be dialed in, hoping we can cause some turnovers, stay in the game. But I just don't see it. We don't have shit for Devontae Adams. A Rod lights us up, and like y'all mentioned earlier, I can see. I'm expecting a lot of Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon as well. So for me, I'm going 38 
Green Bay, Washington, 20. I think this game is going to be closer than y'all think. I'm not, I, I just have a feeling that they're going to play better on Sunday than they had the past two Sundays. I just have a feeling. like It's bound to turn around at some point. I know these niggas are too talented to be passed the rest of the season. I know that they have a they're shorthanded and they were dealt a bad hand with Heineke, you know, for the past several weeks. I, they're too talented to just keep getting demolished like this, like they've been doing. They're going to lose, but it's going to be close. I'm going to say Packers 26, Washington 21. Mm. Oh, Lord. Paul, hey, that Henny on Sunday. Paul just going right. to have a good game to watch. These niggas <laughs> love to smoke us, bro. Short of them playing like, because think about this, Paul. We are going to a Super Bowl contending team, like a road game and a Super Bowl contender, which means in order for us to stay in the game, we're going to need to play literally our best game to be in the game. Or the Packers are going to have to be literally at their worst. It's the only way. Shoot, Packers so wearing them, 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 them color back right? on Sunday. Yep. Yeah. Joint's about to be sweet. So, you know, they're going to be riled up. This <laughs> <laughs> shit might get ugly, man. Yeah, it's going to be ugly, ugly man. man. It was ugly last time we went up there. It sure was. Yep. I mean, sure was. I mean, we, we don't take some ass whoopings in Green Bay. I what, remember the game after 9 11, lost what, 37 uh-huh. zip, was it? Mm-hmm. Got throttled. Yep. Remember week two of Griff's first season back? Throttled. Yeah, got mopped up. There. That was like like forty to like like ten or some shit like that. Putting Griff ass in the dirt. <laughs> put him, put him in the dirt. Slamming him. <laughs> he was like, get him out the game, bro. This is like abuse. Oh. Smoking that Bob three sticks tonight. Only, only great thing that had happened up there is that was Taylor's best game. That was coming uh-huh. out party. We was like, "Oh my God, Sean is here now." Two mm-hmm. picks. We Should've got smoked in that game, didn't we? No, we we, we lost got- that joint. Remember, Santana fumbled on a reverse, oh, and yeah. they took that joint to the house, and that was the yep. winning score. Yeah. Damn, that remember was Tan was. I think he was crying on the sidelines. He was like, "I really blew his game for us," and you know that was a tough game for him. And that's the, probably the one time I'm like, "Damn, Santa." Wow. But, little, little did that nigga know that. There are going to be plenty more losses that had nothing to do with you after that. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it was not your fault. If it wasn't going to be you, Santana, it would have been someone else. Don't you? Straight up. Like Paul say, straight up. <laughs> don't, wor- don't worry. Don't worry. Tana, James Thrash is waiting in the wings. Don't worry. If it's not you, it'll be him. <laughs> was that versus the Packers were Thrash when we got the legal motion? That was them, right? That was at home, though. Um, about that one. What was that? Refresh remember, my memory. What was that? Remember, so we were, I think we were driving to take the lead. James Thrash caught a touchdown pass to take the lead, but we got called oh. for an illegal, an illegal shift or illegal motion. It was like super late in the game. We ended up losing. I think it was the Packers. Brunel was the quarterback. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. I got to look that joint up. You gonna make me check that out tonight? It was Gibbs. <laughs> Gibbs QB was early. Might have been Porter's first year. We have Bum. Man, Paul, I really, I really hope they keep it close, like you said, though. That'd be great. Maybe we get a fluke turnover, walk out of Lambo with a Vic, but I just don't see us keeping the it thing close. Is, my thing is, we can 
we can beat the Packers. We could like we can sure win. We could. we could win the game. I'm not gonna say beat them. We could win the game. Right. Because right. The, the Packers do have, I'm not gonna say history, but in games where they have been big favorites at home, I've, I've especially recently, they've had some like closer games. I remember one right. from Arizona, I think when Josh Rosen was a QB. I remember one recently versus, I want to say the Jaguars. Like they've had some home games where they were big home favorites, although they're only seven and a half in this game. And, and the game was much closer. Yeah. Especially outside. Plus they, come, they, they coming off an emotional win in uh, Chicago too. So, you know, yeah. they'll overlook us a little bit. And that, that line is, is, is moving a little bit. It was nine and a half on Sunday. Now you said it's down to five and a half. It was at six earlier today. Uh, seven and a half. I saw seven. And a half. Oh, seven and a half. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Okay. I mean, I it's still moving. Five and a half. Yeah, no, it's moving. That's a moving ass line. Sure. Yeah. Why are we? They smoking five and a half. <laughs> hey, the folks in desert always know, man. The folks in desert always know. But dude, dog, but we got he- we had heavy bets from um, be- heavy okay. over bets going into the season on our team. Mm-hmm. Them shits ain't gonna be paying them, bro. Yeah, that's <laughs> facts. facts. They gotta recoup. Uh-huh. And I know, and I know on previous podcasts, I was like, well, let's let it play. But nah, after I think after seeing our offense versus Kansas City, I was like, man, we can't move the ball on these guys. Yeah, man. Yep, that's the problem. That 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 kind of woke me up too, Cliff. Yep. <laughs> oh no, you niggas going four thirteen out here, bro. Mm-hmm. Nah. Nah, they still, I mean, four and 13. I mean, it's possible, but I would be, I, I would say, like, I think six and 11 is more along the lines of where they're headed. I had said eight and nine. Now I'm, I'm falling back to six and 11. I guess five and 12 is possible, but I don't think they're going to win just four games. No, nigga, if, they, if these things only win two more times over these next 11 weeks, I'm going to be blown, young. <laughs> oh, prepare yourself. Yeah, prepare I think you yourself. Prepare yourself because like, hey, prepare yourself, nigga. Paul, Paul, we have one of the we have the league's worst defense. Yeah, man. So and look at what we're dealing with at quarterback. Go ahead, Cliff. Right. Like we have one of the leagues, we have the league's worst defense. And we're back, we're we're banged up. Mm-hmm. And our like where are the wins coming, dog. And I'm not even trying to knock Heineke, but I'm. We gotta be realistic. Look at what we have at quarterback. Like it's not. We're in a situation where we're not going. What we're going to be underdogs the rest of this year, right? Every game. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We'll probably be underdogs in every game except for when we go to New York. Shit. Uh, Well, you're. Yeah. We'll we'll probably be favored. Probably favored when Philly comes here, depending what Philly does. Are you sure? Shit. (laughs) I mean, I mean. how many wins? Do we have? I mean, believe me. I mean, if Philly really got as many wins as we do, two, and that's it. Philly really got two wins just like us. Yeah, I don't know why you assume we'd be favored in that game. Well, because you're at home. Oh, that's that's shit gonna be a pickle. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I, like, for us, Philly, that's gonna be a road game for us at home, right? Because you know we're we trying to 